try to make this my last installment on this uh, because this is obviously going to be an ongoing uh, uh, thing as it works itself out but I just want to touch on something that is kind of under my crop and what I can tell you now is what I'm what I've learned is to be totally honest uh, be totally honest Kwame Brown doesn't really need anybody to come to his defense uh, when I first uh, did my first installment on it it was because I had 20 years of frustration bundled up inside of me from what I saw and I wasn't privy to everything but being close enough to uh, that world and having been a part of it for a short time I know what it's like. I understand the psychology behind it. I understand the politics behind it. And I understand a lot of what I've heard about some of the players. And when I say players, I don't mean ball players. I mean players as in, in entities involved. I knew uh, that uh, this kid was just being mishandled uh, from the beginning. Uh, I didn't know to what extent, but I found out, you know, and I've, I've learned even more now, but I'm real big on this idea. I'm real big on just calling some things out. And I have a major issue with that word bust from the beginning. Uh, and I don't think very many people have the uh, history or have the expertise and background to really speak on it uh, I, I think anybody probably can understand the environment uh, that has spoke on it and I, I kind of like what he did uh, it would be Kenyon Martin because I think Kenyon uh, Martin was the first uh, number one he was a number one drag pick uh, and had some things definitely happen physically that hindered his ability to play and he ultimately had a what I consider to be a great career, uh, but at the same time, did it match what the expectations was? Uh, it depends on who you ask. To me, you show up, you, you deal with and play the hand you're dealt to the best of your ability, and you give everything you've got. You leave it all out there, and you let your efforts speak for you. And that notion, to me, Kwame Brown had a good career. Did he do what those people who drafted him thought he would do? It's real, you know, questionable if they even thought what, that he was going to do something else because they were planning on dealing him. You know, from what I understand, he was never going to play for them. He was playing, but the owner put a wrench in it, and then that caused him to keep him. So now you got somebody you didn't want, and you've got to use them. You see where this is going? But that's not even why I'm here. I'm here because even after being called out, Stephen A is doubling down on his own little show because obviously he can't use ESPN as a platform to fire back at this kid. So he's using some little show he has of his own where he's pointing out 
uh, and pulling up film. And the thing is, anybody knows when you do a production in film, you can edit it anyway. I can take any player that's been in the NBA longer than three years and make a film, make them look great or make them look horrible. I can get enough film to make Michael Jordan look horrible. There's every player, no, no player is perfect. People make mistakes and sometimes look very awkward. If that's all that you're shown, then that's what you're gonna believe about. But that's my problem is, who qualifies Stephen A. Smith to take aim at black male athletes the way he does? Because see, I've watched him in situations at ESPN when he goes no holes barred on athletes. He gave Allen Iverson the business behind tattoos and braids. And now we're not even looking at it anymore. And uh, damn near every player in the league got tattoos and a bunch of them still doing braids. And uh, Allen Iverson was just a person who was him. And I thank God for him because his personality was so needed at a time when, when uh, conformity was being pushed so heavily. I think when you possess the talent that provides the value that's being presented as the product, you've got a lot, of, lot more leverage than they want you to know. You got a lot more uh, power than you know. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that players need to be owners. I think players need to be owners. Uh, you are the commodity. Without you, there is no league. Yeah, you can get anybody to play basketball, but now we've set the we've set the bar. We've set the level of talent expected. We set the level of performance expected. Yeah, you can get anybody to play, but can they put the show on that has been done? And the answer is absolutely not. So okay then. With that being said, we have the leverage. My problem with Stephen A. Smith is, he, from what I understand, he's a pretty good high school basketball player. Went and played uh, college ball, I, I believe, at an HBCU. Uh, but definitely wasn't uh, talented enough to be drafted into the league. Did not get accepted into the league. This darn thing is going to give me the business every time I hit it. All right. Uh, was interrupted, so I'm gonna have to wait until I can actually upload this and then splice it before I can actually uh, get it up. But anyway, I'm here because I'm just so sick and tired. Those of you who have followed me for any, any stretch of time, you know that I don't go directly at my brothers, even though I may have differences, until I see that they mean my people no good, that they are literally, truly uh, sellouts and, and only ser serving and acting for their own good and have no intention on uh, doing anything for the collective or for the race. And then I'm going to call them on the mat, the Charles Barkley, the Stephen A's, the uh, uh, Steve Harvey's. I've done that. Not because I wanted to go after brother, not because I'm jealous. I want everybody to succeed. Matter of fact, anybody that comes under my tutelage, I'm going to feel like I failed if you don't do better than I've done. 
that's not my thing. I have no desire to see anybody fail. I, I don't want to see anybody struggle. I want to see everybody make it. But I don't want to see everybody make it at the expense of others. I don't want to see everybody make it because your career was about tearing other, other black people down or putting other black people in their place or telling other black people that they need to conform or uh, they need to fit in or they need to subscribe to some idea of this Eurocentric idea of what is. You know, what's classy, what's professional, what's acceptable, and not be themselves and not strive to be the best them they can be. Uh, and, 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 and so when I look at Stephen A. Smith, he's exactly that, the get in line guy, behave guy. Except, you know, and the thing is, when, when, when he had something to say about a Caucasian female and the heat came, right after he had done said some things about some blacks and when the heat came he told them he don't give a damn and you know he said what he said and he was a straight up g until he said what he said about the white woman and the heat came and he came back with an apology and then rolled out a several day suspension but what was the kickback then what was the i said what i said then what was the doubling down like you're doubling down on kwame right now despite having some things come out to you and, and, and be put in front of you. You're going to double down. I said he's a bust. I'm going to show you he's a bust. Well, that's your definition. And obviously, a lot of people aren't ready to receive that. Not anymore. A lot of people will want to sit up and say, okay, we need to look at the total story. A lot of people will say that the people who made the draft choice, who was supposed to have the expertise, and the people who were supposed to develop him were the bust. But I don't see a bus. I see a kid that showed up. A kid that could have easily folded when he was being handled the way he handled and had the mental fortitude to sit up and stand up and do what he did. He stayed for 12 years. He earned 60 something million. Now maybe you feel he didn't deserve it, he didn't deserve it, but he got it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't like. A lot of people don't like that he got paid. A lot of people don't like that he stayed around. A lot of people don't like that he didn't fold back and run back to South Carolina with his tail tucked between his legs and sit up and say, I tried and be another cautionary tale about black kids from the hood. That he decided to make something of himself. That he's being a father right now. That he's sitting up and he's standing. And that he's standing up for himself now. Stephen A. Smith has proven over and over again. Don't get me wrong. If commentary is your thing and you showing up, you definitely got the gift of gab. You definitely got the ability to analyze. You got the ability to do some stuff. And when you're in that lane and you're really talking, you can do that well. But when you sit up and handle like our brothers, you need to handle them the way that they deserve to be handled. Understanding the situation and the nuances that go along with being black men. See, that's the respect they deserve. And you've never given that. Matter of fact, you double down on the black brothers. It's time out for it. I'm calling it for what it is. It's time out for it. And we need to start putting all these cats on the mat that's sitting up mishandling our people. Not just black athletes, black women, black children. In, in, in other words, if you're giving what we are and who we are a black eye by the way you're doing it, if you're operating for the establishment, if you are part of an instrument or a tool being used to break down our people, you need to be called out, put on the mat, and drug. It's that simple. Enough is enough. Normally, my area of expertise, I try to keep it uh, where I'm at. Psychology, sociology, uh, trauma, genetics, 
uh, history, education. That's that's the thing. But I grew up in the hood. I'm a former athlete. Didn't do things at the level of these guys are doing it, but I was around it enough to be exposed to it, for it to give me a boost to get to where I need to be. And I know a lot of these cats personally. And I know the inside jobs. I know what happens. So I'm not shocked to hear any of the things I'm hearing. Politics. I've, I've been around enough to watch coaches in high school throw college letters for kids in the trash. I've been around long enough to sit up and see coaches blackball or tag a player as being XYZ. Hard to coach. Only good at. And then because that coach has uh, a certain level of gravity in, in the collective, other coaches just take their word at it. So anybody that gives that, that, that kid a shot only plays them in that position that that coach said. Never ever giving them an opportunity to truly develop because they've already been said they can't develop. They don't have it. That happens. That's the reality of it. That's the politics behind it. It's not just talent. Trust me, there are some kids out there on the street that'll go there and ball out of control on these kids. Some of them aren't coachable. Some of them need to work on their fundamentals, uh, but they need to be developed. There's some cats out there developing these kids the way they need to be developed so that they're not just developing their basketball skills, they're, they're developing their personal skills, their human and social skills. They're developing the ability to function whether they're functioning as an athlete or functioning as a business professional. That's the way they need to be developed. They need to be developed wholly. That's what proper socialization of young black males looks like. Look, I said what I said. I'm, I'm done. But I just had to point that out. Stephen A. Smith is crap. He's crap, and he's doubling down on his crappiness. I said what I said. I'm out of here.